hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought. <laughs> Random generator time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of these literally says the early nut bar. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I'm going to die, you guys. I'm going to nut. Welcome back to our podcast, Tales from the Table. I'm Cloud, the dungeon master and creator of this adventure, and around our virtual table we have... Cultist Murder Hobo number one. Cultist Murder Hobo number three. And Caden. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are just full-on cultists now. I don't know what happens. We're we're the cult of heroes. We're the anti-cult. Wow. All right. Uh... Who wants to uh, give a summary of last episode? Me. Okay, cool. Um, we flew Dwayne the Rock Johnson to the edge of the gloaming and uh, had a big hand-holding ceremony, uh, ceremony and uh, Yoali was able to uh, dissipate all of the gloaming, leaving uh, no illusion that we saw. Um, uh, we checked out the lonely whistle and it seems like it had been uh set on fire and sacked uh and there were some big uh cult markings left in the ground um and a big trail for us to follow so uh we found joe's oryx but there wasn't anyone with her and so we took to the sky after um these prints and are just coming upon them now yep. fantastic yep had some discussion about whether or not Uali would be safest with us or with the oryx mm-hmm. lots of hand holding between uh flower and athen which distracted them from doing a lot of investigation <laughs> yep. yep kept you from seeing most of the stuff probably should have seen and uh yeah now uh you i will say Flying a gargantuan stone bird overhead uh, is not a stealthy entrance. These guys are 100% aware that you are there, and they are watching you, and they know exactly where you are. So, All right. So we doing this? We doing this. Hey, uh, hey Athens. What are we doing? Athens, do you think you could boom your voice really loud to threaten them to let the prisoners go? Uh, sure, I can do that. All right, I cast enlarge on Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! You cast it on the bird? Yes. Yeah. Fucking age Christ. Okay, I will. <laughs> would you like me to read how the spell works? No, it does. no, no. I, no, no. I know it. No, There's no, a specific perf- catch. There's a specific catch that you need to know about. Okay, well, tell tell me then. The target size doubles in all dimensions. Um, if the target is a creature, everything it is wearing and is carrying changes in size with it. But you go back to your normal size as soon as you are dropped. Yes. Okay. 
So yeah, you will only be enlarged as long as you are on the back or in the claws or beak or whatever of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. As soon as you get off the bird, you go back to your normal size. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes, that is true. I, I will also, I would like to stipulate at the outset this, probably should have been clear about this uh, in the first place, but it this is also in, in the rules for Qual's feather token bird. Um, The rock cannot be, not only can it not make attacks, I'm going to say from, from now on, we you, you can't use it in combat. Like, there's no, like, getting around this by being like, oh, he just lands on the enemies. And, <laughs> oh, no, well, they happened to die because it was the gargantuan bird? <laughs> oh, so sad. Like, no. Like, the bird will not engage in, in any combat. So once you guys are well, in a sort of, like, fight... and scrawl really meanly at them. Uh, yeah. Yes. For more the intimidation That's, that's what we're trying to do is intimidate them with a the giant bird. Okay, once yeah, once you guys are sort of in combat, it, it is going to stay back from the combat. It'll either fly above you or, or stay stay far back. It's not going to engage yeah, with your enemies in any way. Enemy, no touching them, nothing like that. Can we make ranged attacks from the back of the bird? <sighs> God hates me right now. I mean, I hate this item <laughs> because technically there's there's nothing that would necessarily prevent you from doing so, no. Um, however, I, I am going to say that because of its the rule about it not being in combat, it's not going to go close enough to your enemies. I'm going to say there's kind of like an invisible... Dwayne the Rock Johnson free zone around your enemies. So it's not going to get close enough for you to make a ranged attack. It'll either circle in the sky above the fight or it'll s- land a little ways back so you can can go fight people. But If only Catapult didn't have a weight limitation. <laughs> you just throw the bird! <laughs> That's why Catapult has a weight limitation because otherwise you would just... Yep throw in enlarged rocks so it, it doubles in all dimensions i mean i don't even know how big gargantuan was already 120 feet it doesn't actually matter it's fucking goddamn enormous you've just made a bird the size of like a football stadium it's honestly probably scary for us up here just be like oh god that's a lot of bird it is a yep. lot of bird but you are all also doubled in size <laughs> So, um, how does that feel? Yawali's loving it. She's like, she's so like flexing. This is what it's like to be normal sized. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I can see everything from up here. Sonnet is is freaking out. Uh, Yawali's like, woo! She's just like flexing and dabbing. I want to punch something. Yeah, your muscles are enormous, and your bo- your like crocodile jaw machete is now like. The size of a whole crocodile. It's great. Uh, a tiny little bird flies past us and it's like, whoa! It's tiny. tiny. It just it poofs into a ball of blood and feathers against the side of your enormous stone monstrosity that you're flying through the sky. All right. Oh, does Dwayne have windshield wipers? <laughs> Do I get super no. advantage on the intimidation check? Um, super advantage. I'm, I'm going to say... No, just advantage, but yes. Roll roll an intimidation check with advantage. What exactly are you saying to them? 
in addition to being enlarged, because Thaumaturgy does not uh, have concentration, I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy three times in quick succession. Okay. Um, first, I'm going to make my voice boom three times as loud as normal. Okay. Second, I'm going to make my eyes glow to match the rock size. Sick. Okay. And third, I'm going to cause harmless tremors in the ground for one minute. Okay. Does it say what kind of area you can affect with the tremors? Nope. Is there a range on thaumaturgy? 30 feet. Yeah, you're way higher than 30 feet above the ground. So Dwayne's not going to go that close. Dwayne's going to stay about 120 feet uh, in the air, uh, away from your enemy in any direction. So, But you can do the first two things. Only 120 feet? Don't push me. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have a spell. Static bolt is 120 feet. Okay, it's 121 feet then. It's not going to come within 120 feet. Distance spell. I I use my meta magic distance spell option. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, do you have distance spell? (laughs) I won't do that. I'm kidding. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. I know. I'm not going to do combat from the back of the bird. I was trying to think of like, what's the furthest... Sort of like you'd have uh, to be two hundred forty-one feet away from me t- from them to. Uh... Yeah, but it's I'm not gonna do it. Player player to DM, I won't do that. Okay, good. Yeah, then he's gonna get about. He's not really gonna go closer to them in any direction than one hundred and twenty feet. Okay, you can do those two thaumaturgy effects, just not the harmless tremors in the ground. When you make your voice boom, what do you say? Release our friends, you foul cultists. Okay. Uh, roll an intimidation check with advantage. Super advantage. Super advantage? No, no. Yeah, come on, bro. There's no such thing as super advantage. It's advantage. Nutty 20! Age fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I picked my oh. mic super hard, but holy fuck. Oh, that's <laughs> delicious. Oh, my God. Oh my god, I'm gonna have the Tarrasque eat all your dicks. (laughs) We will die smiling. Here's what happens. Okay. You blot out the sun with this monstrous stone bird. You can't get very close. So I'm not sure they can necessarily see your glowing eyes, but they hear your voice as you roar down over them. Release our friends, you foul cultists. And uh, those cultists, one, two, and three, uh, instantly shit their pants and uh, start <laughs> just start running away as fast as they possibly can. You you see them. Uh, I'm assuming you're coming sort of up from from the the bottom of the map that we have, so along the the road. Right. So they're not they're not going to run the easy way, which would be back down the road that they came down. Oh no. Uh they start just tearing each other apart trying to to clamber up these stones. Um you see uh the halfling man uh sort of duck and and and, and cover his his head uh a little bit. Uh the minotaur does not move at all. And that strikes you as very suspicious, considering. And you said that we saw something like glimmering around the Minotaur previously, right? 
Yeah, I think from 120 feet up, you're still too far away to necessarily make out exactly what's going on. But it's almost like you can imagine flying on the back of a bird and like seeing something glint or flash. You can't see what it is, but something's reflecting light. Maybe this Minotaur's like wearing, I don't know, jewelry or mirrors, something on it, uh, which would be really in stark contrast to the rest of what it's wearing, which is sort of this... Uh, very worn, like clearly has been used in a lot of battles, uh, very practical armor, huge, you know, uh, battle axe and a like wood and, you know, iron and steel reinforced shield. Um, this guy has a no nonsense look. Why would he be wearing sparkly bling? Very weird. Um, so yeah, those three uh, sort of nondescript uh, people who were sort of standing behind the halfling and the Minotaur break and run. They are uh, completely fouling each other up, trying to, to clamber up this sort of soft, crumbling earth slope uh, to try to get away. Uh, they don't release your friends, uh, but they uh, they seem like they're not going to be much of a threat. They are terrified out of their freaking minds, uh, maddened with terror. Um, in fact, as as they start to try to, like, climb this wall and one guy falls down, you see one of them kind of pull out a knife and start, like, shanking the other guy. <laughs> like, they're trying to, like, <laughs> like they're, they're going to try to get away from you, like, no matter what it takes, even if that means ripping their fellows to shreds. Um, you don't see any movement from your three friends on the ground. Um, you, you start to wonder maybe if they might be unconscious uh, because um, they haven't made any sort of movement or sign. Again, you are high up enough in the air that I don't think you can see fine details. Right. Okay. Yawali and Sonnet are losing it. Uh, they are both like cheering and whooping. Yawali's like, yeah, take that foul cultists. And she's like doing a little Victor dance. And uh, uh, Sonnet's like, yeah, and they're like, you know, they've got their claws out. They're like uh, whooping. They're super psyched. I want to convert three sorcery points into a second level spell. Okay, yeah, sure. can do that anytime you like. I'd like to channel divinity and uh, give temp HP, seven temp HP to, there are five of us? Uh, on the back of Dwayne, yes. Okay, to everyone but me. Okay. Five temp HP, you said? Seven. Seven? Yeah. Goes up with my charisma mod and my my level, which went up recently. Ooh, shiny. Do we want to wait for them to leave or go in now? I mean... Oh, they're leaving. Yeah, DM implied that they're out of it. All right. Three of them. Three of them are. The halfling and the minotaur still have not moved. Can uh, we have the rock, like swoop over them and drop us off uh you can have the rock land and then you you can get off and if you tell him to then he will take to the sky again and and circle overhead at a safe distance i i do that if you just jump off you're gonna fucking die unless you want to waste a spell slot casting featherfall i mean you are you no. And if he were to swoop low, then there you'd you'd still die because you'd be like jumping out of a really fast moving thing. Yeah, we we land Dwayne. Okay, all right. You and can land get off. land Dwayne and and get off. And uh, where where would you like to approach from? And I tell him to obey you all these commands, and 
to take off and fly up into the sky. Okay, that's kind of like asking for more wishes, but all right. I guess I'll allow it to obey Yawali's commands. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Sonnet gets gets off with you. Uh, you all return to normal size. On a radius yes. spell, and the Minotaur moves towards the captives. Oh, okay. Um, right now the Minotaur and the halfling man are still just sort of standing there facing you. Uh, the halfling man looks a little bit pale. Looks like he definitely wasn't expecting. Uh, you guys to come in on a truly, truly freaking enormous stone bird. Um, but uh, seems to have a little more composure and resilience than the uh, than his, some of his cronies did. Uh, where are you guys approaching from? Uh, from the, the place where the road comes in? From one of the sides? Where would you like to come in from? I was thinking we would probably be coming from the south road entrance yeah okay all right you approach western showdown style my uh, eyes are still glowing blue fantastic you can make the ground tremor now if you want to sure okay cool all right the ground shakes as you approach eyes glowing blue what do you do i charge oh weapons weapons drawn you're just gonna charge into the fray yep i get my uh my shield out if if this thing wasn't scared of a football stadium-sized bird, it's not going to be scared of us now suddenly very small adventurers yelling at it. So, yeah. True. Um, Why don't you guys uh do me two things? One, uh, why don't you all roll me perception checks? 21. Uh, nine. 17. Okay. All right. As you get a sort of, you know, uh, up a lot closer uh, to these people. Uh, you notice a few things. Flower and Caden, you guys especially, uh, notice these things. Athanasius, I don't know, you're distracted by looking at Flower's butt or something. Um. <laughs> don't have one of those. It's established. But mostly tail. Uh, yeah, I was going to say your tail. The butt, the butt region would be the back that muscles requires are nice. legs. Athan is distracted by thoughts of holding Flower's tail with his tail. Hmm, that would be interesting considering that, like, Flower has, like, it's not so much a tail as, like, the rest of Flower's body, whereas you truly have a tail, so yours is a lot skinnier. We'd have to see how that would work out. Anyway, though, um, <laughs> people are going to draw that someday. You guys realize this, right? <laughs> you know what? I fucking hope so. I hope we have fans who are dedicated enough to draw fanfic of me and Flower. Okay. So here are the things that Flower and Caden see. Uh, you see this uh, small, well, not small for a halfling. Although he looks particularly small next to the j truly enormous Minotaur man who is standing next to him. But uh, a, a halfling man looks middle-aged. Uh, he's wearing pretty nice clothes, honestly. And you notice that they're kind of uh, fairly meticulously clean and well-kept. Um, he doesn't look like a dusty adventurer or a brigand or anything like that. And he looks quite a bit nicer than kind of the, like I said, the cronies that he had brought with him at first also. Um, you don't see any weapons right off the bat. And his hands are empty. He's sort of uh, holding them clasped in front of him. He has a, a very neat beard and uh, spectacles. Um, looks very well-groomed. Honestly, he looks like 
uh, you might find him like in a sh shop or like working as a clerk not necessarily or, or or maybe like a bit of a lesser nobleman or a, a merchant you know something like that not you know ye, ye olde cultist uh next to him you see this truly i mean minotaurs are big but this is a big minotaur even by minotaur standards jacked I mean, his muscles are huge. Uh, black fur, uh, enormous uh, curving black horns. Um, and uh, like I said, he's wearing, you know, a battered but well-maintained and very practical and serviceable armor. Big uh, battle axe strapped to his back. Uh, shield out in front. Uh, wooden reinforced with uh, bands of metal. And you see that sticking out of his uh, uh, his neck, uh, almost like uh, studs on a collar, and uh, also on his forearms. And uh, if he turns a little bit, you can see, too, uh, running down the back of his neck as well. Uh, sticking out of his skin are shards of crystal. Um, they look pretty much just like raw crystals uh, that have been sort of gruesomely grafted into this creature's skin. Um, and as he stands there, you notice his eyes have a particularly blank and uh, unfocused look. He's looking at you, but he, you don't notice the normal flicker of intelligence that you would expect to see in another uh, sentient creature's eyes. Uh, your uh, companion, your companions who have been made prisoner, are uh, just a few feet behind them, up against sort of the, like I said, the crumbling dirt wall of this sort of sinkhole, and uh, they are they are chained. You can see that they are are all manacled and uh, hand and foot, and also uh, chained together as well, um, and that they are all currently uh, unconscious. Um, you do see they they look like they've been roughed up a little bit. Um, uh, you don't see any terrible wounds. It's not like they're bleeding out in the dirt, more just like they've been, uh, they've been beat up. There's some blood around, especially around like Casimir's, uh, mouth, uh, you know, looks like he's been hit several times and, uh, um, a little blood on his clothes. Uh, and he's also, you know, torn up, torn up a bit, uh, but it doesn't look like he's, or any of the other two are mortally wounded, just like. They've been beat up by thugs. By cultists. Yes, you would assume cultists. You said there was something else you wanted us to roll? Oh, it, yeah, uh, roll for initiative. Ah. Um, I rolled a 19 for initiative. 14. 21. Please tell me I'm first. You are, know. in fact, first. He's got a 19. Wow, he yeah. rolled... I, Sorry, I was looking up that gif. I didn't realize you'd rolled higher than a 19. Well done. Yeah, he he did. He rolled really well. Okay, yeah, Caden, it is your turn. What do you do? I got a told person on the Minotaur. All right. Is that uh... a wisdom-based save? Brainwashed well, Minotaur is probably not that wise. I got a 12, My and I don't think I don't think that 14. makes it. Oh, very well done. Okay, he is held. I hold him. I say, get the halfling. Okay. Uh, up next is the halfling. Uh, and he uh, quickly backs up out of the way. 
he backs up a little bit uh, to try to get behind the Minotaur, and then uh, realizing that uh, the Minotaur is sort of uh, sort of frozen stiffly in place, uh, looks straight at you, Caden, uh, oh, reaches no. out his hand and casts whole person on you. Oh, dear lord. Yep. Flashbacks. Now I have to roll a save. Oh, no. That's a, that's a, that's a natty one with the three. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Lucky, fucking Wait, lucky. re-roll that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, teammates. Um, that's a 14. Oh, meets, okay, meets, yeah. Meets, you meets, you beat meets. him. You are, yes! you are not nice. Nice. Yeah, this guy is pretty good, but apparently he's not as good as you because his spell safety is lower than yours. Oh, I don't know if the listeners have heard this, but because um, I, I, I realized when you released that bonus episode for this leveling up, I ended mm-hmm. up not taking alert and instead increased my charisma score. Just I so know. everybody's aware. Yeah, yeah, listeners, uh, quick quick note there. Um, I, I was aware of that as the dungeon master, but we forgot to mention it before that Mac decided later on not to take alert and to uh, increase his charisma score instead. So, yep. There's only uh, room in town for one magic halfling. Exactly. Apparently, we've got the duel Hell of the magic yeah. halflings. This is fantastic, and I love it already. Up next, Athanasius. Uh, so seeing that the Minotaur is kind of out of the action, and that we only have to worry about the halfling for right now, I... Oh, can I, I... I will say something. When he sees that his spell fails, he moves behind the Minotaur. So he's actually going to use the Minotaur as cover if he can. Oh, okay. Can I still see him? You can, yeah, you can, like, maybe see his legs or whatever. Okay, I mark his legs life force for termination. <laughs> no, okay, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll allow what that. What does that do? Um, uh, the next time an ally hits the target, it has vulnerability to all of the attack's damage. Okay. All right. Is that all you were going to do, Athanasius? I mean, that's my action. Yep, that's your action. But you can let me know if you move or anything like that. We are still, like, what, 120 feet away from this thing? Because that's where Dwayne had to drop us off. Uh, well, we had moved up, though. No, you must have moved up, because when, uh, whenever um, you moved up a little bit, you you scoped out the situation. What What's the range on hold person? Yeah. 60. 60? All right, then that's where you are, 60 feet back. Okay, so no, I have to we're move. We're 30 feet back, because he used the tremors. That's true. Oh, well, uh, all right, fine. I'll allow it. 30 feet. Yeah, so... All right, but and from the, now on, I'm marking of... it on my map. I'm marking that you're within okay. 30 feet. <laughs> you said you could use trimmers now. I'm like, oh, well, so we're 30 feet back. Um, and Path to the Graves range is 30 feet as well, so that works. You can get past me, DM. All right, I have made a mark on the map where you guys are. You're kind of between, uh, you see where, like, uh, the the road is coming in, and then there's, like, uh, two little boulders, and then there's like a bigger patch of boulders on the opposite side. You're like right between those two sets of boulders, and that's thirty feet back. Okay. Next up, we have flower. So I'm within range to slither on up to this whole nonsense. Yes. I would like to uh, wrap Clem up in some and cr- some some snake coils. Okay, I am going to do a little bit of uh, quick research on whether any of these spells can be cast as a reaction. Nope. I come up upon him and he's 
frantically flipping through his spell book like, can I do anything? <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's cowering. He's trying to hide uh, behind this this uh, very large minotaur, but uh, he can't hide from the snake. Okay, what do you do? Uh, dirty twenty to hit him with my coils. Uh, pretty sure that hits. Yep. Ten bludgeoning damage. Uh, double to twenty because of his his marked legs. Yes, sir. All right, and he is grappled. Probably means he can't do anything with the semantic component, right? Um, it doesn't. Uh, somatic. Like, pe- and, people yeah. can Sorry, still somatic. make attacks while grappled, but you know that's Cloud's um call on whether he's at disadvantage to try to do things because I've got him wrapped up. Kind of yeah, hard to move we'll, your hands around. We'll see when it gets back to his turn, but for now he's he's definitely squeezed. And I'm just um, yeah, growling in his ear. I am going to kill you unless you release our friends. Uh, he's sort of uh, gasping for breath, uh, trying to to fight against your coils, uh, but he he does not uh, make any sort of response uh, apart from you know trying to get free. Uh, then we have uh, our Minotaur friend. Uh, what was it? It's a Wisdom saving throw to get free from old person. Yes. 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 No, he doesn't make it. <laughs> no, he's. Because this is a fight, and it never goes right for me in a fight. All right. Uh, hey, aren't you the one who's always like, it's not me versus you guys? Until you just start shredding through every single fucking thing. I'm starting to feel a little bit like it is me versus you guys these days. Okay. Hey, we did this badass thing with a giant fucking bird. And there's a part of me that's so proud, and there's another part that's just so fucking mad. Remember in the fight versus Virginia when you had me blinded and deafened? (laughs) (laughs) Or no, blinded and held? Yeah, this is is about half a minute. That's true, but then Virginia tried to cast Crown of Madness on Flower, who shrugged it off at least twice. The so, the fucking episode where kid didn't roll anything and didn't above get hit a by six. the necrotic aura <laughs> oh and didn't get God. hit by like that fight went against Virginia too. The only thing that managed to go in her favor was something she didn't do, which was flower lighting up like a Christmas tree and blinding everyone. So that that was a shit show. Uh, okay. Um, yes, now I've got your Mimitar. Okay, cool. Uh, Sonnet, who's still standing back, yells. What do you want me to do? Inspire flower. Do your your bard thing. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> they say. And uh, they say, uh, flower, you have a very nice singing voice. And your muscles are pretty rad. Keep it up. And you can take a, do. A, a D6 bardic inspiration. <laughs> okay. Losing charisma right there. <laughs> uh, yeah uh-huh yeah sauna is turning out to just be a complete dope uh which is purely because they are played by me who is a complete dope okay um then we are back to the top of the order with caden i guess um uh, i think i wanna use some of them uh magic missiles sure thing buddy and target obviously the halfling Ooh. Okay. So I roll 3d4. Plus 3. So that's 4, 3, 2. 7 damage. N- to the what? 
What? Four plus three plus two would be nine. Nine. Wait, what? No, it would be eight. You said seven, did you not? It would be nine. It would be nine, guys. Four plus three plus two is nine. Plus three is twelve. So you do twelve damage to him. Oh, man. Okay. Um... You hit him with these no, these missiles. No, it wasn't. They... It wasn't plus three because that was um, the numbers I gave you were including the plus ones. Oh, okay, so, so only nine. nine damage. Yeah, nine damage. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Honest player here. Okay, thank you for being honest. Uh, these bolts of magic energy uh slam into him one right after another. Boom, boom, boom! Right into his chest. Uh, and he he staggers and and falls sort of uh flat on his face. But he's grappled. Um. Oh, you're right. He doesn't. Nope. Uh, they 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 sink straight into his. Wow, not chest because he's grappled. Um, his poor face. legs again. Right into the face. Probably <laughs> the, the face. I Probably mean, I don't face. really have any other option, do I? They hit him straight in the face. Uh, his his oh. nose breaks. Uh, spurting blood. Uh, all all down flowers scales. His glasses shatter. Um, and, uh, and his, his, uh, he seems to be bleeding now from a head wound as well. Yeah, that's why I um, wanted to use magic missile. I didn't want to hit Flower with a attack spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he, from within Flower's coils, you hear him scream in agony. Um, he's Ugh. hurting bad. Ooh. Uh, Flower too, when you grappled him, you heard the sharp crack as, um, probably some of his ribs broke. Honestly. Probably his leg too, since that's what was marked for termination. You know, you marked the leg specifically for termination. It's all okay. I could see, <laughs> and it specifically says I have to be able to see them. Okay. Um. Uh. Now we have his turn. Flower from within your coils. Uh. You feel him shift. Uh. A little bit and. Uh. Sort of scream out one last word, and in the air, not near you. But near Casimir appears uh, a sort of um, uh, like a almost these dark particles of shadow are are, are pulled out of the air uh, and coalesce uh, into a long, sharp knife held right at the elves throat. Uh-oh. And you hear him gasp, drop me, drop me now or I kill him. Flower, do you drop him? Yeah. OK, you release him. Yeah. Okay. He he has broken ribs, possibly a broken leg. He falls to the ground gasping, but he does not uh he does not um take the weapon necessarily away from Casimir's throat. This is spiritual weapon, by the way, uh that he has cast. Um and uh and he sort of uh is pulling himself across the ground backwards. Uh, looking at you all, and uh, he spits out he spits out blood, and and tries to wipe some of the blood away from his his streaming broken nose, uh, but uh, he seems right now to be at a bit of a stalemate. Um, so what he does is just uh, uh back away from you, uh up, uh against the captives. He doesn't have to move too far to do that. I I wouldn't let him move very far because he's badly injured. But he you guys were not too far away from them uh, only a, a few feet okay uh next up athanasius what do you do okay i yeah i cast aid on casimir okay uh what does that do 
uh, increases his hit points by five. Oh, okay, nice. His hit point maximum, specifically. It's not temp HP. Did you do anything? Do you want to do anything else? Say anything else? Casimir is unconscious, by the way. Yep, I'm aware. Okay. And then as a bonus action, I healing word him. Okay. All right. Um, You said he's unconscious, so I'm assuming I get my... Yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah, that just means that you, you heal for the full amount. Yeah, when I would normally roll dice to restore hit points to a creature with zero HP... I instead used the highest possible number. Yeah, go yeah, go for it. Although, wait, I'm not actually supposed to do this, am I? It is two. It's yeah, two it's two non, non- can Oh yeah, that's spells. right. I forgot. Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, can't you can trip? You can can trip. Yeah. As long as it's a can trip, you can cast as a bonus action. Okay, so I can't. I can't really do much else. Um, you could still. I will. Um, you know, move or t- or talk or or anything like that you wanted to do. Yeah, I will say, um, aid lets me choose three creatures. Oh y- yeah, sure. Don't waste that. Um, Clem and the Minotaur as well. <laughs> nice. Um, so I'm gonna do since we all have the temp HP from Flower. I'm gonna do uh Joe and the bar owner as well. Okay. I, this is an interesting rules question because usually the rule in Dungeons and Dragons is that temp hit points don't stack, so you have to choose one or the other. But these aren't temp hit points, right? This is increasing your hit point maximum, so this would stack with temp hit points. Yes, it would. But in okay. this case, I'm prioritizing the safety of the prisoners. All right. Okay. Well, I will note for each of them that they have five extra actual hit points. Okay. Flower, you're up. Okay. Um, I've Don't my come any closer. Yep, yep. I've got my hands up in the air, um, but um, my I'm still sort of coiled from where I was coiled around him. And we've talked before about snake springs, right? Oh, How yeah. How fast they can go. Oh, yeah. I'm going at Clem's throat with my teeth. Oh! <gasps> Okay. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay. What? All right. I've got a nasty bite attack that I've never used. Um. No god. Uh, I had a. <laughs> oh, here we go. Fourteen to hit. Uh. Yes. Yep. I was gonna say probably he's a squishy ass caster. <laughs> Maximum damage: ten piercing damage. Damn. Okay. Do you want to describe what it looks like when you kill this man with your teeth? Uh, it's awful. I yeah. look monstrous. Just yeah, quickly down on this um, you know, very small man, and I just yeah, rip his throat out. There's just gouts of his blood everywhere. Yeah, I'm not sure even if it's just his throat or if you just basically rip into his face oh, his throat yeah. and his face because he's yeah. a lot smaller than you and your mouth is large uh-huh it's it's one of those uh, Mortal combat moves where you just rip the whole spine out of his body yeah i was gonna say this <laughs> looks horrifyingly uh... gruesome blood everywhere um and uh he shrieks out his last breath 
I'm going to say, because I'm an unfair bastard, that as he sees you move and as he dies, uh, he's going to make a strike against Casimir with the spiritual weapon. Um, just because he didn't, specifically didn't attack with it on his turn. Uh, so let's see. Um, can I help at all? Um, um, let's see. If you can do something fast enough, let's as see. As a reaction, it'd have to be. Yeah. yeah, it would have to be something you can do as a reaction. I'm going to look up if your Casimir would count as incapacitated. Let's see. Uh, all my reaction spells are for self. Cast Featherfall on him. <laughs> oh, that's... Cast Featherfall on the dagger. Here we go. <laughs> so for, for incapacitated, it just says can't take actions or reactions, but this seems like um like it would count as the rules for being restrained, like an attack against him would have advantage. Because he's unconscious in, in manacles. So. I would think yeah, so. Yeah. Um like Unless he doesn't have an advantage because he has to do it so quickly. As the snake's coming at him. Yeah. Question, question, question. But I wondering if it, with the knife already at his neck does he even have to roll to hit or does he just roll damage i feel like he hits i, oh. I don't see any situation in which you've got a knife to someone's throat and as ruling. you die yeah so we're, we're just gonna do it that way and uh if i make a cash shield on him yeah I know, mm-hmm. I don't think you can do it fast enough though if you could mm. then then i would roll and, and we it's would see a what happens. shit I have Shield of Faith as a bonus action. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're going to do a thing then. We're going to roll d20s, and whoever gets the highest roll, we're going to see which thing happens first. Okay. 19! 16. <gasps> you get off Shield of Faith. Okay. Shield of Faith just increases armor class, though, right? Yes. Okay. It, it, within split seconds here you're, you're seeing this happen you see him move move his hand as he sees you spring towards him you reach out with the divine power that's in you and and uh sort of like a wall of of clinging earth i think come comes up out of the ground to kind of surround Cass and and give him a little extra protection so now i am gonna roll to see if i actually hit him uh, yeah because it would be What's if you're not wearing armor? Is your armor class ten plus 10. your dexterity bonus? Yes. Okay, then I do hit him, even without advantage. Just just making a straight spell attack because his uh his would be twelve and and this guy rolled a fourteen to hit. God damn it! I so know. Oh, it's really faith, good. It would really mean. good try though. Really good try. Um, let's see how much this does. Spiritual weapon. Also, I'm not even sure you would add dexterity at that point. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, if you're incapacitated, do you lose the dex bonus to your armor I don't class? know if that's in the that, rules, but common sense, sense ruling, yeah. I, th- I would think so, because the whole point I of dexterity... I think it being... technically actually is in the rules. I, I don't have to use this very often, but yeah, th- in either case, yeah. Okay. Uh... If he dies, I'm going to be so sad. Oh, okay. No. Thank God you gave him that temporary HP. You just Woo. saved Casimir's life. Um, yep. Uh, the knife, as he makes this attack, the, the, the earth comes up to protect him. and uh, But the, the knife still manages to get a, a glancing blow. Again, this guy is not in full control. This is his dying act. 
and the knife slashes a deep uh, gash down the side of, of Casimir's neck and then a- across his chest and and blood does does burst out and and start pouring down his front and, and soaking into his shirt uh, but thanks to uh, the extra hit points you gave him or uh, Athanasius gave him uh, he uh, does not uh, he, he does not die uh, and uh, Clement is very dead uh, and his dead body is limp in your jaws uh, it's actually Atlas's turn the Minotaur we'll see Uh-oh. if he breaks it's okay though Cass, Cass is not dying he's just bleeding I don't think he's uh, happy that uh, the halfling died I think the halfling was controlling him and now he's gonna be rampaging yeah he breaks free <sighs> at the end of his turn at the end of his turn Okay, yeah, so, yeah, all this happens really fast. Uh, Flower uh, and, and Clement were having a, a contest of, of wills. Flower springs forward, rips his face off. Uh, the, the spiritual weapon uh, gashes open Casimir's chest just as it vanishes uh, um, when Clement dies. And then um, uh, just as soon as that happens, you hear a roar that shakes the hills as this enormous black minotaur uh, bursts free of uh, Caden's hold person and uh, looks at you and you see that uh, his eyes uh, are blank and uh, like uh, flickering with like white light, uh, no pupils. Uh, And he looks pissed. Okay, then going in order this time. My turn. Uh, no, gonna have Sonnet go first. Oh. Uh, Sonnet goes, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, they can't do very much. Pretty much all they can do is do Bardic Inspiration or they can do their Mantle of Inspiration, but that gives 10 hit points. You guys already had some. Uh, so what they're gonna do is say, oh shit, and uh, give uh, Bardic Inspiration to Caden uh, because he's probably gonna need it in a second. Uh-oh. So... Caden, take one d six as a bardic inspiration die. Mm. All right, and then it's your turn. All right, I use one spell slot as a bonus action to mm-hmm. convert it into sorcery points. Sure. Sorry, uh, I'm gonna cast Static Bolt. Okay. At uh, uh, the, at the Minotaur. Yeah. He's the only one left, I guess, since you yeah. made the other cultists shit themselves. Oh man, that's an eleven. Yeah, that's not gonna. Bardic hit. inspiration. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't forget that you have that. So you can add a d6 to your a two hit. That's a fourteen. That's still not gonna hit. Sorry, bro. All right, just kind of bounces off of him. Yeah, cause he's he's got this pretty crazy armor. Like it's it's serious armor. Um, this isn't just like leather armor. This is serious. Like the lightning, like got. strikes his shoulder, but like it's metal, so it just kind of like bounces off and static. Fingers go everywhere except him. Yep. Yeah, he kind of shrugs it off. Okay. Yes. Uh, very sorry. Now, Athanasius, it is your turn again. So yeah, we got Casimir. He's he's bleeding, but doesn't look like he's dying. And although, uh, is that really fair? Would you know? I'm curious about that because he's bleeding a lot. I feel like maybe in real life you might not know whether he was in imminent danger of bleeding to death or not. Yeah, probably not. 
but yeah, there's a a very angry Minotaur between you and him. Yeah, I think Athen, after seeing that dagger blow, is pretty much just concerned with making sure Cass stays alive. Okay. So he kind of, he sees the Minotaur, he knows there's a chance that he is going to take a hit as he walks past it, but he's like, you know what, I need to save Cass. Um, okay. And so he's going to charge basically directly at the Minotaur and then kind of try to spin past him at the last second and get to Cass. All right. Oh, uh, he's going to take a swing at you uh, using his reaction to make an attack of opportunity against you. Yep. (laughs) Well, I got to be fair. He rolled a natural one. Hey. So... Um, gets held again by the spell. It comes back. No, not quite that bad. No, but, uh, I would say probably his axe catches on my shield and goes bouncing out of his hands. Sure. Yeah, we, we can say that. Uh, his, yeah, his, as he takes a swipe at you, um, he, he loses his grip on his weapon and it kind of spins away from him uh, in the dirt. And he, he stumbles a little bit off, off balance as you, you run past. Okay, you've made it past safely. Uh, and now you're going to... I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at second level. Okay. Uh, since Cass is unconscious, I, as a Grave Cleric, get to use max possible roll, which means uh, 2d8 plus my spellcasting mod, which is four, for a total of 20 HP healed. All right. And uh, as you cast a spell, uh, Casimir... Uh, all his wounds heal. Uh, he looks right as rain, good as new, um, best as you you know that you've ever seen him. Uh, and he uh, comes back uh, to consciousness and uh, is in a very strange situation. Okay. Flower, it's your turn. Yeah. Flower's not gonna do much. He's started shaking, just sort of realizing what he did this is the first person he's ever killed and oh he's just like oh oh no 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 and he tries to use lay on hands but to no effect no nope yeah face torn off is definitely um yeah okay well now it's the minotaur's turn uh, the Minotaur is thrown off balance a little bit when it tries to take a swipe at Athanasius as he dashes past. And uh, it, it you can see, uh, uh, even though, you know, it doesn't have any pupils in its eyes, its eyes are sort of blank and, and white and clouded. Um, it seems confused. And, it, you know, at first when it tore off the spell, it sort of, you know, bellowed in rage and it was swinging its axe. And and now, though, it, it's sort of breathing heavily it gets its balance back it it looks around and uh, you know it kind of looks at you it it looks at the the body of of clement dead on the ground you see its its ears kind of you know flick back and forth a little bit like a cow's will and uh it just sort of stands there breathing deeply heavily um uh it, it doesn't even really try to pick up the axe it just sort of stumbles to a, a a halt. You get the feeling that maybe it took a swipe at Athanasius just out of 
a pure instinct? Like, oh, object moving past me fast, attack, and then it kind of tried to, and now it's just not moving. It's just standing there, almost like a golem that's been deactivated or something. I mean, he's still breathing, but he's not really moving or making any signs. Okay. Uh, now Sonnet is, is really confused. Whoa. What's happening? You guys need help? Or am I good back here? Um, stay there for now, I guess. The Minotaur's okay. not doing anything. Caden is so confused. I've seen some stuff I don't think I want to see. Yeah, ignore ig- ig- ignore the, the, the bloodiness. Um, he was just trying to save uh, save Casimir's life. Alright, Caden, it is your turn next. What do you do? I convert my sorcery points into a second level spell song. Okay. You just whoosh, 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 back and forth. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. And I... I guess I want to ready the spell in case the Minotaur looks like it's going to attack somebody, but I won't okay. do anything. Um, I'm keeping an eye on the Minotaur if you want to uh, wake everybody up or whatever. Athens, Flower, you do what you need to, whatever. <laughs> I think he kind of understands that Flower is going to be horrified at his own actions. So it's just like, yeah. Flower, give yourself a second. Athens, can you can you get everybody up? <laughs> I'll watch the Minotaur. All right, we're at this point. I'm gonna con- let everyone move freely. Okay. Um, I do have this spell ready though. So I I look at Cass. I'm like, Hey, can you can you get everybody woken up? I need to go help Flower. I. Uh... I'm not. I'm not a healer. I, I. I. don't have any sort of ability to heal people. I, I'm not quite sure what I can do. Well, at least also shackled. Uh, okay, just give can me a I minute. S- <clears throat> start searching Clem's body for like a key. Yeah. Um. As you sort of uh, rummage around uh, Clement's body, you don't find a whole lot. Um. He's got some kind of frankly nasty looking uh, knives and maybe some instruments that are meant for torturing people, possibly sharp pieces of metal. Uh, He's got, um, what else did I have written down? Uh, Oh yes. uh, He has uh, the keys uh, to the shackles and he also, uh, flower, you find a, a kind of like nice, um, uh, you know, woven pouch. Uh, and when you open it inside are some kind of unusual things. You see some, uh, some like, uh, chalk that's in like really bright, uh, vivid colors. Um, and like some oil and, uh, even like some, uh, powdered like minerals and, um, uh, like maybe even some silver and things like that. Uh, you're not quite sure what it's for. Uh, if you want to, you can uh, make me an arcana check. Oh, Flower doesn't care. Okay. Yeah, you find some some weird stuff. Looks like it's probably for something magical. Not quite sure what it is. Okay. 
well, I've got the key and I'm going to go over and try to start opening up these shackles, but I think I'm shaking so much that I can't, like, get the th- get the key into the lock. I would like to use a spell for a s- kind of non-traditional purpose. Okay. So I'd like to go up and hug Flower and cast Calm Emotions, um, but I want to, like... It's written so strictly. It says that you can choose to either make a target indifferent towards a creature of your choice or to suppress a charmed or frightened effect. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, no, no. that's some that's some freaking fucked up shit. No, outside of combat. (laughs) Yeah, no. But so I just just kind of yeah. Yeah, I just want to help Flower to yeah, just to deal with it. You know, I see Flower's hands shaking and i know he's super upset and so that i just want to perfectly want to go up and hug him and just try yeah. to to calm him down a little bit yeah yeah absolutely yeah go ahead um i'm flower unless you try to resist that i don't i don't think you would make a save yeah no. it specifically yeah. says a creature can choose to save or to fail the saving throw if it wishes so okay uh, then yeah, uh, flower a, a wave of warmth and and reassurance uh, comes over you. You don't forget about what you did, but it feels distant for the time being. Um, you you it's not in the forefront of your mind uh, like it was a second ago. The trauma is and I give gone. you a big hug. The trauma now the, the now the trauma's not gone, but for for now you're you're not thinking about it. Drama's not gone. It's just suppressed. I'm kind of <laughs> pushing you back from the hug just a little bit, and I'm like, um, let let me go get clean cleaned up first. Don't want to spread this mess to you. Would would you be able to uh, unlock the people? I nod and take the key, okay, and go back I'll over be... and start unlocking the shackles. I'll be back soon. I can help you with that. I can help you with that flower. Oh, right, yeah. If you could make some water, I could definitely use something to clean up with. Does flower come over? Yeah. I use prestidigitation to clean up the blood. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Okay. Yeah, it just sort of flex, flex, dries up and, and uh, sort of dissolves. What does the minotaur do as I pass him? Nothing. Okay. Very, uh, holding very still. Uh, it just, not, not unnaturally still, just like if you were just standing there, staring into space, doing nothing, breathing a little bit heavily, not really seeming to focus on anything at all. Hmm. I, um, as I'm unlocking Joe and the innkeeper, I do cast, um, cure wounds at first level on both of them. So okay. they both get, right. uh, 12 yep. HP. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they are... Back up and uh, looking really nice and healthy. These are just, uh, these are normies. So they they don't have a ton of health like you adventuring types. So 12 HP is like, woo, for them. And they already had five uh, extra hit points. So they're great. Uh, Yeah, they uh, they wake up. Five extra hit points for a normie is like. 50% 50% of their Yeah, it's it's literally they're they're 50% healthier than they've ever been in their entire life. They've they're like, I've got a second spleen now. Like <laughs> <laughs> a third one. Wow, this is great. Yep. 
That's how healthy they are. It's beating so quickly. Extra organs. But in a good way. They have two hearts. Yeah, no. They're suddenly time lords. Not quite. Yeah, not quite that much. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, they're all they're all up. Uh, they're uh, uh, very happy to be released from the shackles. Do we want to leave the Minotaur here and uh, head back to uh, the inn bar? I'm not really sure what to do about the Minotaur, honestly. Cass, have you ever seen anything like these crystal implants before? I mean, we're new to all of this. We don't know all of what the cult's been up to like you guys do. Casimir shakes his head. No, I've I've never heard of or seen anything like this. I mean, to to be frank, I I'm not someone who's been following cult activity particularly closely. I you know I'm live here in Saloon and I've been keeping an ear out for you know anything odd or any rumors that might be useful you know to Antonia and and to Artean, but. I, not heard about anything like this um do you think we should take him back or do you think that would be too risky i i i don't know i he i don't know i mean he seems like he's dangerous but he's not not moving um he's kind of rubbing his wrists a little bit i'm sure that Artie and gilbert could get something by studying him but I don't know. I'm I'm not sure if they'd want us to take that risk. He, you can see, even though he's been through this ordeal, a little bit of professional interest perking up in in Casimir. I know you guys don't know a whole lot of detail about his past or uh, what he actually does. However, uh, I do. Um, <laughs> and uh, Casimir starts sort of uh, patting himself down, and uh, ah, and he. Uh, uh, pulls out a, a notebook uh, in a, a bit of a characteristic gesture that you recognize, Athanasius, uh, the nerddom taking hold. Uh, <laughs> and he, he goes in to make a bit of a closer in- inspection of the Minotaur, it being a little wary, but uh, um, seems like he can get close without too much trouble. Meanwhile, um, uh, Patley is sort of just groaning on the ground, uh, rubbing his eyes and his head, uh, Joe uh, is is rubbing her wrists. Well, when I hired you, didn't expect you'd be quite this useful, now did I? Looks like I made a lucky choice, betting on you. Oh, we have your boots too. I'm not. Who? <laughs> I don't doubt it. Who has Who has the boots? Um, I took them off the the jackrabbit, so I guess I do, huh? Yeah. Well, I'll surely be happy to give you gentlemen what I owe you, what's promised, uh, but uh, this might not be the uh, the place. Uh, you didn't happen to uh, see uh, my cart or uh, or Bessie, did you? Uh, your cart is still at the bar, and your oryx is in a little stand of trees a little ways away. We can uh, We can take you to her. Oh, thank heaven for that. I mean, she don't get me wrong. She can look after herself. I I set her free from the traces as uh, as soon as I saw the trouble going down. But uh, I I do worry a bit. She's she's just one lone girl. 
Yeah, I mean, we can take it to her pretty quickly on the on the back of Dwayne, so... Oh! Heavens above! <laughs> yes, suddenly Cass and Joe and um, the innkeep notice the rock. Bird. Is that it wasn't still... a mountain? Holy shit, that's a creature! Yeah, yeah. Is it still um, colossal? Yeah, for an hour, I think. Jesus. And that's not that's not like concentration or anything like that? Because I think cold person is, so if it was, he would have had to drop it. Oh, it's a minute. Oh, okay. Well, It's bummer. probably done then. Yeah. He's, it's still a rock. It's huge. It's just back to being gargantuan. It's, oh, yeah. It's <laughs> oh, it's just gargantuan. It's still a freaking huge glowing stone bird. Okay, yeah. Very impressive. Can we just say for flavor that it's like it's still colossal and then when it lands it shrinks? Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah, Yuali needs to land and get in on this. I want them to see it when it's colossal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, they saw it. it. It lands um shaking the ground as it comes to earth and uh Yuali quickly slides down from its back and and runs towards you all uh looking looking quite concerned. Uh, Sonnet looks a little bit nervous too, but is not quite sure exactly what they can do to help. Um, you know, maybe they come over, start uh, trying to help uh, Patley back on their feet since they've met Patley before. Uh, they met him back at the Lonely Whistle. Patley, I'm uh, I'm afraid they did burn the Lonely Whistle to the ground. Yeah, he he sort of nods. Yeah, they um. They are already lit it on fire when they chained us up, so. I'm sorry we weren't here to stop it. It's okay. I was pretty sure I was going to lose it to the gloaming anyway, so. Thanks for for coming after us, rescuing us. Well, of yeah. course. I'm pretty sure they were, they were going to kill us if it would make you cooperate, so. You saved our lives. Ethan kind of nods and goes and greets you Wally. oh oh my god i'm so glad you guys are okay i really thought you were gonna get it there for a second man you guys are wow that was so awesome though when you did that thing that made those guys crap their pants and run away oh shit that felt <laughs> so good is flower gonna be okay oh yeah i'm gonna be fine i'll be all right okay Ethan kind of shoots a concerned look at Flower because he knows that he's bullshitting. Yeah. I'm, I'm still under the spell, though. I'm holding it together. That's yeah, that's true. true. All right. Is the bird big enough for us to all come on board? Yeah. Is the it's bird really big fucking big. <laughs> all right, everyone. Let's climb on up. I slither over to the, the Minotaur and I command it follow. Okay, yeah. It does not resist in, in any way. Uh, it it uh, climbs up onto the back of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Fuck yeah. Can we just say that it's canon that, like, as he's in the air, <laughs> he has, like, uh, like speakers on his wings that play your welcome? Jeez. You know, uh, I, it had occurred to me during the break that actually in Moana, uh, um, Maui turns into a bird, and that's kind of his preferred form. So yeah, a hawk, right? Yeah, a giant hawk. So it, it's it's hawk very rock? fitting. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne the Hawk Johnson, Dwayne Dwayne the Rock R O C Johnson. It it all works, guys. It's it's just layers upon layers of excellence. Yes. This this uh this content. Okay, yeah, and uh, you guys head back in the direction of the Lonely Whistle. That's it for this week, folks. If you enjoy our show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's one of the best ways to help others find us. You can also get in touch with us at talesfromthetablecast.com and on Twitter at TableTalesCast. Tales from the Table is edited and produced jointly by me, Cloud, and by Dre. A huge shout out to our friend Matt Marshall, who gives us advice on all things audio. Our theme music is 8-Bit Adventure by Adhesive Wombat. See you again next week on Tales from the Table.